Well, listen, Dan Grenshaw just sat down. I know it's a crazy thing. You're getting pulled in by a thousand different talk show hosts. Uh, you have a pretty, pretty incredible it's a good story. Problem to have. It is a very good problem to have. So, listen, uh, great to meet you, Dan Crenshaw. As we're live here in Washington D.C., um, running for Congress, but you're a former Navy SEAL. Yes, sir. I let's am. go into your story. We only have a, a few minutes, but let's go into your story. You're a former Navy SEAL, um, um, and you were wounded in combat. Yeah, uh, my third deployment in Afghanistan, I, I got hit by a pressure plate IED, kind of oh. like a big landmine. I was blinded from that. Um, recovered, uh, did a couple more deployments, yeah. but had to be retired eventually. And and uh, so you ended did more up in politics. You did more de- uh, more deployments after being blinded. Yeah, uh, you know, I wouldn't say not combat related. Uh, they wouldn't but let still. me. But but yeah, and you we, wanted you wanted to. Oh, of course, of course. We we fought it, fought the system pretty hard, and you know, you eventually lose that battle. Yeah. Um, and 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 you find your new purpose in life. And, yeah. and for me, it's still making an impact. It's still serving the American people, and uh, that that's how we ended up here. I mean, you know, Ted Poe announced retirement in my district, and uh, that was a window of opportunity to continue service and, and impact a broad range of issues, sure. not, not just maybe a single policy issue. Okay. So, what made you say I'm going to go from uh, Navy SEAL to politics? Well. Because you, know, you guys are good was, guys it, and Navy SEALs, and yeah. you can be a politician. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you know you're leaving an institution that's one of the most highly regarded in the country, and, and yes. going into one of the least well regarded institutions in the country. <laughs> and, I, and I think the answer is because like of all the institutions that need that need a that need a you know a, a, a shot of optimism or yeah. a shot of uh, credibility, Congress is probably one of them. I would know, say so, and I, and, I, and I hope I can bring just a, a little bit of that. And uh, and we do that with just, I think, reason, making our argument a reasonable way. I think okay. that's what Americans are really looking for. Um, it's really one of the big reasons I'm running is because I, I believe in conservative principles of governance. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we articulate those very well mm-hmm. as Republicans. I think we've lost control of the narrative pretty badly. And uh, Well, they've never had a good speaker until Trump. Yeah, and some people don't it, like well, what Trump it, does. It, it, you, yeah. Trump and that's arguable too, you know. Yeah. What I mean? So, I'm, but I, you know, I listen. I'm, I'm a, I'm, we're in Tucson, but I'm a native New Yorker, so I don't, I, I love it. Yeah, as a yeah. talk show, too, you, you love it. You, you understand know? the language, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just brute honesty. Yeah, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm just curious. When did you decide to run? Uh, pretty much the day after he announced retirement. Was okay. So we were not, was not looking at that seat. Okay. Uh, before that, I mean, okay. we thought maybe in the back of my mind, my wife and I had discussed politics, but mm-hmm. you know, long term, right? Okay. I want to work on policy. I want to get back into national security, um, uh, some some kind of national security career path that, yeah. that helps me serve my country in a different way. Can't do it on the battlefield anymore, mm-hmm. but um, we always knew that that politics was the, the way you could serve the again the most amount of issues, yep. the widest array of issues. I care a lot of, about a lot more things than just you know. Intelligence operations in the national security sphere, right? but that but that's a big deal. And this is Dan Crenshaw, by the way. Uh, he is from Texas. He's running for Congress. Beat out what seven or eight people or something like that with like virtually no money. Right, right. Probably because you're honest. It's honest, amazing. Yeah. I I will disagree with voters sometimes. You know, but just, that's okay. But know what you're talking about. Yes. If you're gonna if you're gonna be honest, you also have to know what you're talking about and be able to articulate kind of the values that that we that we want to articulate. Mm-hmm. I like to go deeper in, into okay. This is this is really why we mm-hmm. think what we think. It's not. You know, it's not just about, say, building a wall, right? There's there's a lot of good reasons behind that, okay? Starting with our philosophies of governance and protecting a nation and, and, mm-hmm. and, the, and the importance of sovereignty for a nation. So that's number one. Then you look into, like, the tactical perspective of, like, why do you have a wall, right? Because it seems so just... It just it, it just really hurts the sensibilities of some people, right? And obviously, we've seen that with the debate. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I explained to them, like, listen, I, I've built a career infiltrating places. It is effective you know, because you hear the argument all the time. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's such a waste of money. 
No, but walls matter. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 and I realize you can't put it on every inch of the border. Like, I, I'm fully aware of that. It's just, mm-hmm. That's just geography. Um, but but it but it does create funnels and it allows us to divert resources. Like there, there's real good tactical reasons for doing this. Yes. Um, and, and in the end, you do have to prevent. And then you have to really make them answer the question: Do you just disagree with preventing someone from crossing from point exactly. A to point B? Exactly. And they're like, No, no. Well, well, okay. Well, then, well, then how do you? What's your proposal then? And then, and then they might go into other, you know. They might go into other categories of like, well, you just have to create disincentives here. I'm like, well, I agree. Mm-hmm. Not not disagreeing with that, all right. But you kind of need both, you know, yes. because because it's it's not just hardworking immigrants coming. It's like it's some bad a lot people. Of drug. Yeah, there's more. And, to and it. that's where you understand uh, national security, right? Yeah. Border security is national security. National security is border security. I mean, I, I have gotten into it with. Uh, one of the Congress people, when she talks to us, it's been three years, Martha McSally. And, you know, when Trump in back December 2015 said, we need a, a Muslim ban. Mm-hmm. And she came out, she disagreed. I mean, she didn't like Trump. Now she likes Trump to try to win a Senate seat. But she, she it's funny how that works, isn't it? So uh, I, I said to her, what exactly are you doing? And it got into this gobbledygook stuff where she just said, well, you know, we have a task force of 50 uh, recommendations. We have six passed. And I go, will any of that keep terrorists out? Well, no, but we're looking... I want to get stuff done. You know, what do you, what, what, do, you know, we only have another minute or so, but what are your ideas to try to keep us safer, to keep people that act as if they're refugees, but they're really terrorists? We had that, that, that happened in Tucson a couple of weeks ago. Al-Shabaab terrorists were arrested acting as refugees. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's more complicated than we can get into it in one, one minute. minute. Yeah, <laughs> come on, go. I mean, it's, a, there, there is a whole government approach uh, to this. You know, I was against, you, you, I can't ban somebody based on religion, but that, mm, that, I, that I'll refuse yeah. to endorse. Um, but but you can have a, a much higher vetting process, yeah, exactly. and, you know, and, and I don't want to see that play out. We mm-hmm. haven't quite seen that yet, so I think you know, and, and I, um, we we are we are preventing probably good immigrants from coming here uh, right now w- with the current ban mm-hmm. um, because it's it, it it is not currently a heightened vetting process. It's simply a ban. So we need to we need to get it to that heightened vetting mm-hmm. process that we can trust. But the Americans thing is, need to know yeah. they can trust. It. We 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 have no idea. It's not like they have a DMV. In these yeah. third world countries where we, you know, we, hey, this is Bob Smith and blah, blah. So we have no idea right. who they are, what they right. are. So what are we supposed to do? Well, you, you, you can look at at least if they have family members here. There's mm-hmm. other, there's, there's mm-hmm. certain things you can look at. Right now, we're not even letting that happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I have these conversations with immigrant communities, too. Um, and, 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 and their their points are serious. Like, they're not, the, 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 these are these are these are things that we can actually come to mm-hmm. probably some agreement on. The, say the other, other whole of government approach is actually... You know, maintaining a strong American presence overseas. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not a, I'm not an isolationist. I don't believe in keeping our head in the sand. The world is far too, far too small. People ask, like, why are we still over there? Why do we still have troops on the ground in places like Iraq and Afghanistan? It's so that they don't come here. Exactly. You know, and people be, talk about keeping our country safe. You, you have to take the fight to the enemy. And um, you know, it, I, people are always so confused as to why we're doing these things. It's like it's very, it's very simple actually. Put people like me over there. We're happy to do it. So that they don't come here, mm. you know. It's it's it you're really a rare breed, simple. man. You're a rare breed. There's more people like me than you than you might think. I hope, but man, you're a rare breed. Listen, I wish I had more, we had more time. But uh, Dan Crenshaw, where, where can people find out more about you? Uh, CrenshawForCongress.com. Okay, fantastic, yeah. man. Please I wish follow you the best me of luck. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all you over. Look, you looking pretty good. I think so. I think okay. so. I think we'll be fine. And okay. um, again, we're just trying to pass conservative values to the next generation. Okay. Awesome. Dan Crenshaw, running for Congress, former Navy SEAL. Um, I would just say a, a badass individual. More than I could, more than I could be. More than Fantastic. badass. I, I know, I know. It's that I know. Listen, I 
Guys, come on, come on. Compete for the biggest compliment. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Listen, we we have a, a, a retired Navy SEAL out in Tucson. He owns a couple of restaurants. Try I've it. been there. You've been there, right? So yep. there you go. You've been there. Yep. Nelson's Place. Absolutely. Great dude. I, you know, right after Bin Laden was killed, we had him come on to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's a big dude. Still jumps out of planes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, awesome. and he actually was wearing like nail polish on his toes. And so we said, do you see that? How can he do that? I said, because he can. Because, <laughs> because he can. Yes. Well, I'd still like to look into that. Yeah. I'm still curious. <laughs> uh, Dan Crenshaw, thank you for, for the time. I appreciate it. All right. All right, 74, it's KNST.